Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Enough is enough is enough. It's time to play hardball with this because this is about life and death on a colossal scale. Now, my words here don't focus on those still actively cheering on one of the great crimes of our age, by which I mean Israel's massacre of Gaza through bombs, bullets, starvation, thirst, disease, and medical conditions left untreated because of the near-wholesale destruction of the healthcare system. Don't get me wrong. Knowing everything we know now, those people should be considered morally depraved beyond redemption. It is a damning indictment of the societies in which we live that these people are not treated like pariahs, exiled from public life and polite society. You cannot be a cheerleader for Vladimir Putin, after all, and be deemed a respectable person in Western society, and understandably so. And yet far worse crimes are being committed against the people of Gaza, not to belittle the horrors in Ukraine, but to emphasise the sheer horror against the Palestinians. And yet not only are those who, those che- who cheer on this moral abomination not pariahs, they're still fetid, as respectable, as moderates. They have deliberately tried to deflect from what should be regarded as their endless moral shame by trying to portray those who oppose the mass slaughter of tens of thousands of innocent people as the real, dangerous, hateful extremists. Those of us who have condemned both the war crimes and atrocities of Hamas, as well as the far greater war crimes and atrocities committed by the Israeli state, the latter, of course, armed and backed by our governments, a crucial point, we're treated as moral disgraces, even though the key difference between us and our critics is we have a consistent record in condemning all war crimes, and they don't. Know how they constantly harass that national treasure, Gary Lineker, a liberal with a conscience, when he draws attention to the crimes committed by the Israeli state, suggesting he be driven from his job at the BBC, as though it's those who oppose mass murder who deserve to be exiled from public life rather than apologists for it. Many of them have gone pretty silent, must be said. Have you noticed that? Perhaps after a rough and macabre estimate here, based on the amount of blood contained in the bodies of the average adult and the average child. Around 125,000 litres of Palestinian blood have been spilled. Even these cheerleaders for this massacre feel some creeping shame. But alas, it's not these straightforward moral disgraces that I'm focusing on here. It's those who remain silent, except perhaps some occasional bit of hand-wringing. Something along the lines of, oh, sad... How sad, how tragic, what a cruel world in which we live. Behaving as though some truly unfortunate natural disaster has befallen those poor souls of Gaza rather than the full might of a regional military superpower armed and backed by a global superpower crashing down on the backs of a defenceless civilian population. Perhaps they think that ultimately meaningless platitudes will shield them from the accusation that they stayed silent while thousands of Palestinian children had their bodies ripped apart or suffered hideously painful and prolonged deaths, their last tortured breaths exhaled from their mangled and shattered little bodies under the rubble, all with the direct involvement of our own governments. Well, they should not be allowed to get away with it. Most of them did not hold back, note this, when it came to moral outrages, for the war crimes committed 
by the Russian army in Ukraine. In that case, they spoke with eloquence, passion, discussed horror. Well, I passionately de denounced and condemned those crimes too, repeatedly in fact. I did so under no illusion that my condemnation would have any impact. I just felt it was the right thing to do. You see, Russia is not a Western ally. It is a hostile state. Its crimes are not backed by the West. The West does not arm Russia. It does not offer aid or diplomatic and political cover for Russia. Every single mainstream newspaper in, say, the UK and other Western countries has opposed and denounced Russia's war crimes. Nothing you say will have any impact on this at all. You are merely repeating what an overwhelming consensus has already agreed on, what almost everyone with a major public platform has already got covered. Why do I say this? It's not just that those who use their public platforms to denounce Russia's war crimes have often acted as though they're somehow showing courage, somehow standing up to Putin, as though the Russian autocrat will somehow be, sh be shaken by their fiery tweets and videos and podcasts. It's not just that if you speak out about war crimes when it's a hostile state committing them, but not when a Western ally is committing them, then you don't really care about human rights at all. It's that you are choosing to denounce war crimes when you have zero leverage over them, and you're choosing not to denounce those war crimes when you do have leverage over them. You see, if you speak out about the war crimes being committed by Israel, then you can encourage public opinion to turn against those war crimes, and for the electorate to put pressure on their governments to stop arming and backing Israel and giving it a de facto blank check to slaughter innocent people with impunity. The truth is that you know that if you speak out against Russian war crimes, then you'll get nothing but applause, pats on the back, commended for your moral righteousness. But you know that if you condemn Israel for its war crimes, then you may well be attacked. Aggressively so, denounced, your public position even menaced. If you speak out against war crimes when you know there is no cost, but refuse to speak out against war crimes when there is a cost, then there is a word in the English language which has you banged to rights. You are a coward. A straightforward coward. Now, it's extremely obvious that there are various liberal commentators out there who have big audiences, thanks to their no-holds-barred denunciations of Brexit, which they did nothing to stop. And the Tories, who face a landslide defeat purely because the Tories have self-immolated, not because of a single thing these commentators have said or done, despite the delusions perhaps of some of them. And these audiences may offer them a source of lucrative incomes. And there is nothing to begrudge them for there, unless, of course, they choose not to speak out because they believe that audiences may be divided over the question of Gaza and that taking a moral hit may mean taking a financial hit and being denounced by those they consider their allies. What is more important to these people? Stopping Palestinian toddlers having their body dismembered by Western-supplied missiles or whether they're making quite as much money as they'd like or getting some flack on Twitter? Please indulge us. What does it take for you to speak out and demand with the full force of your platform for this nauseating spectacle to find the end? It did not take 24,000 dead Palestinians killed by the Israeli state with another 8,000 missing that is buried under the rubble. And therefore, it must be said, almost certainly all dead. Meaning around one in every 69 Palestinians in Gaza have suffered violent deaths in 100 days. Perhaps you try to assuage your conscience that this death toll isn't really real. That all those disclaimers of according to the Hamas-run health authority, assuage your conscience. Even though you must know by now that in previous conflicts, that final death toll has been validated by Israel and the United Nations. Even though you must know by now that independent aid agencies have repeatedly confirmed that figure as credible. Even though you must know by now that the health ministry released the names, personal details, and Israel-approved IDs of all the dead when Joe Biden publicly questioned that death toll. You may not know that a senior Biden official previously declared that the actual death toll was likely higher than officially reported. It was, after all, 
to give you some credit, underreported at the time. Fine. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But you know now. The truth is, because of those buried under the rubble, yet to be identified, and some never will be, after decomposition and the starving dogs of Gaza have set to work, and because of those dying from untreated diseases and underlying health conditions, or hunger or thirst, that official death toll is likely to be a significant underestimate. Indeed, as one leading public health professor has pointed out, on the current trajectory, a quarter of Gaza's population is set to die over the course of the next year from the collapse of the healthcare system alone. Maybe you think the shadow cast by the atrocities committed by Hamas and other armed groups on 7th of October means you can stay silent about the mass murder of the Palestinian people and your moral integrity will somehow stay intact. The atrocities committed against Israeli civilians were real, abominable, indefensible. You don't really believe in collective punishment, or do you? Do you think the crimes committed against Bosnian Serb civilians justified the genocide committed by the Bosnian Serb army? Or the crimes committed by the Rwanda Patriotic Front justified the Rwanda genocide? Probably not. And you don't really think the clock started on 7th of October, did you? You almost certainly know that this horror goes back many decades to the mass expulsion of hundreds of thousands of Palestinians from their homes in 1948, accompanied by thousands of them being killed, followed by another mass expulsion in 1967. You certainly knew that their land was being stolen through illegal settlements in the West Bank, making the prospects of a viable, independent Palestinian state all but impossible. You probably heard of numerous human rights organisations like Amnesty International or Human Rights Watch or the Israeli human rights organisation Betzalem finding Israel guilty of the crime of apartheid. If you didn't know that thousands of Palestinians, many of them children, are incarcerated by the Israeli military, often without charge, many of them children, as I say, with Save the Children reporting that many of these children are physically and sexually abused, well, you know now, don't you? And you should listen to the courageous Israeli journalist Gideon Levy, who describes these prisoners as hostages just like the hostages Hamas so criminally took. And furthermore, according to the UN's figures, 96% of all deaths between 2008 and 6th of October 2023 were Palestinian. That is over 6,700 6, Palestinians, including several children in Gaza in Israeli airstrikes in May 2023, just four months before 7th of October. Maybe you didn't know that around 240 Palestinians were killed in the West Bank last year, by Israeli forces and illegal settlers before 7th of October. But you do now. And you know, you know that if 240 Israelis, dozens of them children, had been killed by Palestinian militants last year before October the 7th, you would not have pretended that there was a ceasefire in place. If you express rightly your horror and disgust at the 36 Israeli children estimated 
to have been killed on the 7th of October. Where's your horror and disgust at the over 12,000 Palestinian children now estimated to have been killed by the Israeli state in Gaza? In other words, 343 times as many kids, and every day that number rises. Indeed, nearly three and a half times as many Palestinian children are believed to be suffering violent deaths every day since this horror began as those Israeli kids so criminally killed on the 7th of October. One Israeli baby is believed to have been killed on the 7th of October, a hideous crime in its own right. How many Palestinian babies have been slaughtered since then? Do you know? I don't. But I do know that if over 12,000 Palestinian kids have been killed, then many of them will be toddlers and babies with their weak bodies more susceptible to being ripped apart by bombs. If you condemned the 7th of October as an indiscriminate attack, then where in your language does that leave an onslaught against Gaza, which has killed not just a much, much higher number of women and children, but a much higher proportion. And you must know that so many of the Palestinian men being slaughtered are innocent by any definition. Doctors, aid workers, first responders, journalists, or just ordinary civilians. Perhaps you've convinced yourself that these deaths are due to the use of human shields. Surely you must know that subjecting a strip of land no bigger than East London to firepower equivalent to more than two Hiroshima bombs is inevitably going to lead to a colossal loss of innocent life. That this is a bombing campaign with an intensity with essentially no modern parallel. That human shields are no human shields. If you drop 2,000 bombs 200 times in areas designated as safe zones, you're going to kill a huge number of innocent people. What does it take? Seriously, what does it take for you to speak out? They cut off water, energy, food, medical supplies, the basics of life. You didn't speak out. They've repeatedly deprived hospitals of energy and bombed and shelled them, massacring doctors, nurses, patients, leaving newborn babies suffocating to death. You didn't speak out. They damaged or destroyed more than half the buildings in Gaza. You didn't speak out. All those genocidal statements by Israeli ministers and politicians and army officers justifying cutting off the essentials of life on the grounds of the population of human animals, declaring an entire nation is responsible, declaring there were no innocents or uninvolved civilians or non-combatants in Gaza. Describing Palestinian civilians en masse as Nazis, declaring Israel will eliminate Gaza, everything. Favorably quoting a biblical passage which demands the murder of all men, women and children. Calling for Gaza to burn, threatening to nuke it. Declaring your fo military focus is on damage, not precision. Repeatedly calling for Gaza to be ethnically cleansed. An unprecedented orgy of genocidal incitement intent from the very top downwards. Not enough for you to demand this horror ends. You must see at least some of the horrors of Gaza on your timeline. You are seeing them, aren't you? Like one of the 10 Palestinian kids estimated to be having one or both legs amputated every single day, many without anaesthetic. Like a girl I saw today having a leg sawn off without that anaesthetic on a kitchen table. Like all those bodies of children. Or the children screaming for their dead parents and siblings. Or the mothers and fathers screaming for their dead children. Or the numerous tweets declaring that a doctor, an aid worker, a journalist has been killed alongside their entire family. Or those tweets announcing an entire bloodline has been wiped from the face of the earth. Or the image of footage or footage of, of Palestinian civilians stripped to their underwear and humiliated, some of them children. Or a newborn baby that's lost an eye. Or reports of repeated massacres by bullets of civilians. Or the Israeli soldiers gleefully posting their war crimes on TikTok, rejoicing as they blow up civilian homes and infrastructure, singing there are no innocent civilians and that Gaza will be cleansed and populated with Israeli settlers. You can probably guess what they're doing off camera, can't you? What do you feel when you see these crimes? Clearly the tip of a hideous iceberg, when you remain silent, notwithstanding some occasional futile and pointless hand-wringing. Ashamed? Guilty? Worried about how history will judge you? Well, you should be worried, but the judgment of history is not enough. Those who remain silent as a crime of historic proportion are being is being committed should be shamed in the here and now. 
Silence is complicity. Those who don't speak out in the full knowledge of the terrible atrocities being committed with the full involvement of Western governments should be publicly shamed into speaking out. They may resort to crybullying and consider this to be harassment, but to be honest, I don't care. I care that one of the greatest crimes of our age is being committed in full sight, live streamed to our social media feeds on a daily basis, and that those with power and influence are making a choice not to use their platforms to encourage the people to speak out and end this madness. So that's why the silent need to be shamed. Not threatened, shamed. There are no excuses, none, zero, and they should be called out. People's lives depend on it, and we should not hold back in saying so. And that's why it's time to take on that silence. Please like and subscribe. Uh, do share this video. Uh, you can keep the show on the road at patreon.com forward slash 84 and we have a podcast as well. If you're listening, hello. Speak to you soon. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.